back to Bigger Than the Score with Peter Ferguson from Lincoln Public Schools on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Final segment of, you know, when, when you say this thing out loud, then you have to become accountable for it. That's the beauty of this thing. Bigger than the game. It's a result. It's an accumulation of all the good people who get student-athletes, scholar-athletes to the space that they need to get into to achieve the things they need to achieve. To, to achieve. Great schools make great people. Great people make great schools. Peter, introduce our two next guests. You know, um, it's hard to top the, the one we had before with Scholar Seymour, but yeah. um, we've got two individuals that I personally have impacted me and, uh, and my family in a lot of different ways, and, and I'll share briefly on that. But we have Miss Brandy Benson, who um, she'll tell you all the things she does, but is involved in journalism. She's a unified sports coordinator or director at, at Southeast or South, excuse me, Southwest High School. Hello. Easy. Oh. Whoops. Hello. <laughs> Southwest High School uh, media Ooh. teacher. She's a uh, um, also an advisor with the cadre, the Lincoln Public Schools Equity Cadre, and then Coach Liz Brendan. Um, and I will have to uh, – the side note, she's got a lot of things under her belt. Not only coaches softball, has been a former basketball coach, um, does the, the unified PE, um, is a former Husker. Um, so what is it, 92 to 96? Yeah, something Look like that. Look at you like, yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, low key. Like ah. something like that. Oh, it just Back happened. Yeah. But, but this is what I will say, how she's impacted my household. So my daughter, um, when she decided to go to Southwest High School, um, had been doing some after-school gyms in middle school and et cetera, et cetera. And Coach Brennan said, so what number would you want? And so I'm thinking as a proud dad, I made an impact on her. She's going to want 34 to be like Akeem Olajuwon, you know, following the legacy. I even We even had 34 for home, 35 away. She had two choices. And then come to find out, she goes, well, what number are you, Coach? 13. And she goes, 13. That's the number I want. <laughs> And so for her entire career on her Twitter handle and everything, it's Fergie 13 because of Coach Brendan. And so um, that's how she's uh, influenced our household. But two phenomenal individuals, and I want them to just kind of maybe introduce themselves and, and tell a little bit about who they are. Um, I'll start. Uh, I usually, so uh, Brendan and I, like Pete said, do a lot with Unified. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And we uh, coach together and so I have the head coaching position even though we do everything 50 percent mm -hmm. and the reason that I have it is because Brendan says um, I'm a good hype squad person so <laughs> I'm the person who takes the pictures um, writes the press releases gets the word out um, and is just loud about what we do and so yeah so I work at Lincoln Southwest I've been there 10 years now um, I advise all of our media stuff um, and then about seven years ago, we started doing unified bowling, and that has blossomed into this year. Um, we now have seven different unified opportunities along with Special Olympics for students to participate in. Um, and that's just been amazing. You know, the, the entire purpose of what we do is finding ways in our school to make it more inclusive for all students of all abilities. Um, and I couldn't do it without Coach Brendan. We also have um, Coach Lynn Strack, who's not here, um, our special education coordinator. Christy Shampoo helps us as well. And I tell my students all the time, you know, strong leaders build strong leaders. And I think that that's what makes what we do at Southwest with Unified so impactful um, is we give our partners, our athletes, the space um, to attempt to be brave and to do the things they want to do to make things inclusive. Um, and we just get to sit back and watch them shine. So it's pretty fun. 
I'm Liz Brennan. Yes, I teach at Southwest for a long time since the school's opened. Um, before that, I was at Goodrich for four years. And like Pete said, I was, you know, I'm a former Husker from 92, 96. And, you know, I, I think back to all those tough experiences I had there to help me become a better teacher and coach. And, you know, and I don't know, it's just, it's been an amazing experience and run that, I've, that we've had. And, and going back to, you know, with unified stuff, yeah, you know, we're a great team. And why we're a great team is because we, we build off of each other. You know, like what I don't like to do, Brandy loves to do, which is perfect for me, <laughs> you know. And, you know, the things that she doesn't like to do, I like to do. So, you know, we, we all work really well together. And, yeah, she has the head title, so she gets all the, the emails that I don't have to deal with. Right, right. And we always, you know, I when I started teaching at high school, the one thing I said I never wanted to do was coach. Um, I, uh, had my, my first degree before I went into teaching was in sports broadcasting. And so I did that for a while and then I love journalism so much. I decided I wanted to go back to become a teacher. Um, but the one thing I didn't want to do is coach because it just makes me so anxious. Competition makes me so anxious. Um, and so when unified came along, it was perfect because the first thing that, uh, Lincoln public schools implemented was bowling. And everybody can bowl, yeah. right? Maybe not well, right. but everybody can bowl. And so uh, when Brendan and I started doing it together, I think she was a little annoyed at my lack of competitive nature because I was <laughs> like, true. we Very didn't true. hit any pins. Yeah. Congratulations, you know? I'm like, come on, we could just hit one pin. <laughs> we can't have open frames. Let's go. Home and, I'm, on wheels, and I'm like, but we got exactly. it down the lane. Yes, we got it down the lane. <laughs> I'm sorry, the coach in me is screaming. Uh, right? That's screaming. What, yeah. Oh, That's Brendan just, every single year. Just, oh, <laughs> let's get it. No, I first of all, let me commend you. Uh, Liz, there's a phrase that, that me and my coaching buddies use, that when somebody grabs and accepts a piece of who you are as themselves, there's a phrase we use. Got him! When his daughter takes your number, it is part of the got him, like, got him, got him. It's just it's there. It doesn't happen often enough. Now both of you are required in the space that you're in, exactly as you are, because there are people that identify with whatever space that you need. I love the fact that you guys are here at eight o'clock on a Sunday morning to tell the stories, to invite people in, to know who you are and what you do. I'll ask you. The question still is why. Why do you do what you do? Why does it matter who got you here? You know, I think it's one of those things that that I, I've known since I was in fourth grade. I was going to be a Division One basketball player, mm -hmm. and I was going to be a PE teacher and a coach. I knew those things because, I, you know, my PE teacher, she played basketball at Oregon State, and we were playing one-on-one, -on -one and I beat her when I was in, like, fifth or sixth grade. So I knew at that point there was, that was my path, and, you know, my mom and dad, they supported me on that path. Um, going into my senior year of high school summer, I had a, a really bad high ankle sprain, so I couldn't play summer, you know, and I think, you know, you reflect back, like, why did that happen? Cause you're, you're not happy at the moment. You know, you're like, I'm supposed to get recruited, you know, recruiting back then is way different than it is now. And then, you know, it happened. And I think it happened because I ended up being at the right school when it came down to it, down at the end of it, um, I think if I was healthy, I would have made a poor choice where I would have gone. And, you know, going to, you know, like the University of Nebraska was was the best option for me because I needed more academic support than some of these other schools that were going to provide for me. 
so my you know my journey i knew from day one that this was the path i was going to go now i've had a lot of bumps and along the way but those have also helped me become a better person um, I did not know I wanted to be a teacher and I tell my students all the time if I would have went to school to be a teacher first I probably would not have been a successful teacher um, when I was growing up I wanted to be either a sports announcer or an auctioneer um, because I can talk very very quickly and um, so I settled on being an announcer um, even though I'm from Wyoming could have been an auctioneer very easily there's a lot of cattle um, and so uh, like I said I did the announcing thing for a little bit and it was really fun but I miss working with people I've always loved to work um, with other people and I love hyping people up like I said I love focusing on the positive I'm a huge silver lining person um, and I got that from my upbringing. Uh, my mom and dad um, are amazing people. And my dad, his number one phrase quote all the time um, was, remember your lion's heart. Anytime there was a tough situation, anytime there was something, um, you were you know, making a big decision or um, when you saw something that wasn't right or should you stand up for someone, it was always remember your lion's heart, remember your courage, remember where you come from, remember how strong you are, how brave you are. Um, and then both of my parents, you know, my dad um, worked construction uh, his entire life. My mom still owns a print shop today. And the biggest thing that I took away from them is giving everything you have, you know. And um, I've been trying to figure out my purpose because if you're in the cadre, you have to have a purpose. And so I've been thinking about the different ways to state it. And the only thing I can come back to is, you know, my mission, my purpose is to serve. And there's a quote that... Um, is something to the extent of when I stand before God at the end of my life, I want to be able to say I, I used everything you gave me um, and I have nothing left. And I think, you know, on a Sunday morning when you get up, um, when Coach Brendan and I were doing unified bowling interviews at seven o'clock in the morning, that's why we do what we do, because there's always going to be one student or um, one person who needs help and they need that person to step in. They need that person to hype them up. Um, and that's our job. That's why we do what we do. Well, I think the answer is they need you mm. as you are. Like there's somebody that no matter what it is that you bring to the table, there's somebody that shows up at your door that day that needed just you. And it's so cool to watch. Um, we talk about friction and friction applies itself in several different spaces. Um, Liz, I was uh, uh, reading his notes about uh, who he's bringing in today and your friction has been loud and it was constant. And then there's success behind it right the growth behind it how did you get through your friction you know it's just reflecting back of you know one thing you got to know I don't worry about the things I can't control you know I I've been that way you know all my life my friends Heidi and Holly they drive they I drive them crazy because they like to worry about everything and I'm like can you control it they're like no I'm like oh, just let it roll off your back I mean there's there's things that you can control and there's things you can't you know um, when I got diagnosed with cancer in 2015 or, you know, when I stopped coaching basketball, those are things that just happened. They were, you know, they're out of my control. I can't, I can't worry about it. But, you know, when I had cancer, the only thing I could do was, you know, I had to stay positive. I had to trust the system and the process. I had to trust my doctors, um, you know, my friends. I had to rely on a lot of people, you know, which was I'm not used to relying on people because, you know, I'm independent. I'm strong. You know, I'm a coach. I just do things. That I, then I had to accept that, you know what, this is more, it's, it's bigger than me. And I'm going to have to rely on tons and tons of people to help me get through all of my, you know, the process of going through the cancer treatments and, and everything, you know. And, you know, it's one of those things where you just, you think back to all your experiences. Like, 
as an athlete because you know you can reflect back on all the things that you you know the struggles the trials the tribulations you know the blood sweat tears and you you know you just reflect back on that you know when you're a competitor you know you're gonna fight you know and I'm you know and I'm a competitor and so I'm gonna fight and so you know it was it was just just believing in the process and and just having faith that everything is just gonna it's gonna work out you know, and obviously it did. Thank goodness. And again, that's why we work so well together because I worry about all of the things that are not in my control. So I don't, I don't, I I just let it roll off my back. Cause you know what? I don't want to waste time on things I can't control. You know, as we, as we push up on time, I want to, I'd be interested in each of you maybe just sharing, we talk about this as bigger than the final score, but what is one of those moments that you've had that just resonates, um, that when you either reflect back or as you think about that purpose or, or, or being involved that still speaks to you to this day. You know, and I think back to my, like my unified PE class, um, the, you know, the one thing that we've always had adaptive PE, um, and then we transitioned to unified, which we've, or we were doing already until the district finally gave us the okay to do. Um, one of the things I, I reflect back to it that first year is that w- the, the relationships that were built that were unintentional outcomes like our athletes with our partners you know one of our athletes goes hey you know i've never been to a this is pre-covid now remind you pre-covid so i've never been to a, a you know a silver hawk basketball game wow. my partner goes oh my gosh you're going and so the next you know they're they're playing video games together they're, they're going to movies they're they're they went and played laser tag and he's in a wheelchair and i'm like how'd you do that and like we just ran i'm like that's not the rules you know like <laughs> come on you know but they had such a great time that it, and then getting invited to the athletes getting invited to the partner's graduation you know and the and the the athletes parents coming up to me like you know we never expected our kids our kids to get invited to you know our the regular ed students you know grad parties you know like oh we had to go buy more gift cards we had to go buy more cards you know and so that you know that was an unintentional outcome that was so positive and so successful that you know you you just, you just there's no words to describe that the feeling of that unity of that and the friendships that that were were developed in this from this class and I was I was gonna say the same thing. I think that the unintentional of what we've started has been the biggest piece. You know, last year um, at state basketball, uh, we were able to have a, a unified section um, so that you know a ton of our partners and athletes could go to a state basketball game because for a lot of students that's something that they've never mm-hmm. been able to do. And I think that we forget that sometimes. Um, and the joy of unified is that it, it's creating those spaces for kids to build those friendships that should have always been there, mm-hmm. right? Um, one of the things that I think about too, I'll go quickly because I know we're running out of time, um, is right now this year we've implemented Unified Choir, uh, but it's only a half of a block. And so for, for some of our students, we were thinking, well, what should we do? And I said, well, put them in my yearbook class for fourth block. So again, we found some partners. Um, we have partners and we have journalists. And so my partners help the journalists that come in and we're kind of doing like a unified yearbook class. And so I think like Liz said, like we just talked about looking at and recognizing the ways that we can do this. We can unify things. Everybody can do things. It's just how do we make it so it's possible for everybody to do them. DP, I know as, as we get ready to close, I want to make sure you get your flowers while you live. Um, both, we have two award winners here. And so, you know, Brandy has been honored with their 2021 Distinguished um, Advisor Award from the Nebraska High School uh, Press Association. Good. Congratulations. Um, then, well Thank you. Coach Brendan here, who's a 2020 um, Nebraska Adaptive Physical Education Teacher of the Year. 
And so well does. they, are, they have both been recognized. And, and from a district standpoint, the district has been recognized for their unified work. As I made that Freudian slip earlier, um, Southeast High School was recognized this week mm-hmm. um, as one of the unified schools within the country. But Southeast, or Southeast and Southwest are both leaders in that, not only in the state, but the region and the country. And so, you know, to sum up kind of everything that you said, I often refer- reference Maya Angelou's quote. Um, and it's, um, I often forget what people have said. I've often forget what people have done, but I always remember how people have made me feel. And, and what you spoke about and what Anaya spoke about earlier and, and DP, your interaction with the cadre um, a couple weeks ago, um, you know, not everybody's going to remember what was said. And not everybody's going to remember the hugs that were, were given. And you talked about bowling or being in that section at, at the state tournament game. But it's how individuals felt. There was inclusion. There was belonging. There was a moment of equity, and 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 when that occurs, um, like nobody can nobody can disagree, nobody can argue with that. And, and that's what we all want, right? Ultimately, yeah. we're looking for people. We're looking for a place, and I think that's our job as humans. I know that's our job as coaches um, and as scholars is to to create those spaces for people to belong. Well, this station um, is partnering with you, and we'll tell these stories each week, and we'll share the goodness uh, that is. Because it needs to be known. That is the big part of Love Out, Love Out Loud. Um, thank you all for sharing your stories and your persons, your hearts. Today, Pete, we'll do it again. Without question. I appreciate it, DP. Thank you, guys.